Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan. And also we have Mr. BNE, the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if you sports and feeling. We're bringing the cutting edge. Watch the season, feelings are long. Show them how it's done, we're on. VoiceAmericaSports.com Appreciate everybody tuning in once again. I know this is kind of rare. I'm back on the air three weeks in a row. My man B&E ain't going to be here today. He's at the school. Everybody knows he's over there at ASU Prep, hanging out with the little kids. He's a new athletic director over there. But I got my man Jace sitting in for my man B&E today. Appreciate you being in there, Jace. Thanks, Mac. What's going on? Wow, pretty good, pretty good. We got a special guest out there. I'm going to get him off the top. Uh, I know he was uh, busy last week. He said he did about uh, 80 minutes of cardio. Uh, I got my man. I had a chance to play with Big Will, Big Willie Rofe, uh in New Orleans, man. One of the one of the general giants reminds me of uh, of an offense of Reggie White, uh, the way he dominated the game uh, many times over Pro Bowler. I know it's a big weekend for 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 you. Uh, waiting to see if you're going to get in the Hall of Fame, like me talked about. I talked about last week. Uh, it shouldn't be a no-brainer about you getting in, but we all know how it, how it works. So I definitely appreciate you being on. It's my man, Willie Rofe. How's it going, Mark, man? I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man, I got to keep doing that cardio, Mark. I'm getting up there <laughs> no now, man. I, I can't get on TV looking crazy if I do get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're right. You can't be up there saying saying a speech if you're up there sweating on your buff. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, man, it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, you know, we we, we go way back. To those New Orleans days, then you went up to Kansas City and had like what was it, like ten picks that next year in '97. Well, you already know, man. We had a, we had a great nucleus that we had in, in New Orleans, man. Uh, obviously, uh, it was uh, kind of bad for us when Jim Moore kind of quit on us. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody always showed. They always showing the uh, commercial talking about the playoffs. They should show that commercial when he was throwing Gatorade on everybody's suit when he came in when we lost to the Carolina Panthers and quit the next day. But uh, I, had, I had a great opportunity, man. You were like I said, I always respected you as your game. Uh, should you play it against some of my boys at Louisiana Tech? That's where you kind of kind of hit the scene when you went against Eric Curry and John Copeland. Uh, people kind of took you uh, took you seriously. Uh, top draft pick around the league, but uh, in New Orleans, man, uh, one one of the biggest. If you see Big Will, you know, obviously you'd probably be intimidated by the size, but the guy is, is funny, big big funny guy. Yeah, we yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, we we play hard and we had a good nucleus, but you know, coach was going through a lot that year and he decided to leave, and you know, it, it, it's hard it's hard when you're playing the week in week out and 
you know, you Dombrowski left, and, and after you left, I played beside different guards and different tackles, and you got three quarterbacks in the same year. So it was, <laughs> it was kind of tough some of them years. And then we finally got it together in 2000 and won that playoff game. And, uh, you know, I got hurt in 2001, tore my ACL, meniscus, and got a chance to go to Kansas City, man. And, and, I, and I had, I'm like, you had a lot of fun up there. We had a, we had a good group of guys, and uh, we, we played hard. So it was great. You know, because I was from that area and playing in New Orleans, but uh, I had a lot of fun when I went up to Kansas City, finishing my career up there with those guys. They 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 got good chemistry on that team. Now I'm still a little salty, man, and, and it's been bugging me, and it's gonna probably bug me to to the day I pass away. Now, obviously, I led the league in interception uh, for touchdowns. I had three. But uh, after Mike Dicker came in, he said he didn't want any small guys, so I asked to be traded or released, so he released me. Uh, and obviously, when we played you guys, you guys came to Kansas City. I definitely had a little chip on my shoulder. I uh, had two picks, and I'm going in the score. I got about maybe four yards to go. I'm in the end zone, and guess who tackles me? Willie Rose. <laughs> Willie Rose. <laughs> man, I was so heated. I was like, man, I could have four TDs. That'd have been a record. But I was like, man, I was just on the pile. I was, I was, I was happy to be able to get up after you fell on me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you, you had, I think you had like ten picks that year. I had a few. I had a few. You but had a lot. You had a hell of a year that year after we let you go. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate that. But I just have to let that out there, man. It, it, and every time I see that film and I look at that last, I was like, man, if he would have just, I don't even know. But that just shows your character. You know, you didn't give up on the play. Uh, I, don't, I hope I hope I didn't cost you an incentive. I hope you didn't have no incentive. Right yeah, you, yeah, you did cost me. Well, I, I, I did, you did cost me a bonus on the touchdown. Though. If I, you know, every time I kind of touched, I think it was okay, like. Okay, well, I'm a little sorry. I'm, I'm sorry I cost you the bonus. I wouldn't want to do that. So now I can't buy my son them new shoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely appreciate. Uh, obviously, uh, had a great career in Kansas City as well. Um, just just elaborate on it because people always say I played in Philly. Everybody knows the fan base there is, is nuts. I uh, love my Philly people to death. Uh, but then you go to Kansas City. What is it like on Sundays playing in Arrowhead? Oh, man, it was great. I, you know, the thing I remember about Arrowhead, I, I remember when I was in New Orleans and we went up there one year to play like a preseason game. And this back <laughs> when they were playing real good. And it was like, to me, it was like astonishing just seeing all the people they had come there in the, for a preseason game. But but as you know, you know, Kansas City, they live 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 and die football. And, uh, and, when, and when that team is rolling and playing good, you know those fans get up and come out, and just just the fact that I played with Will Shields, who is a finalist now. You got Brian Waters, who who they let go to, with the Patriots, just, you know, been in the Pro Bowl six, seven times now. And then you had Casey Wegman, that center that made the Pro Bowl. He he played this year. This might be his last year. He had missed it down in like ten, eleven years. So you know we had a good group up there, man, and, and we set the tone every week. And I think. You know, the fact that me leaving New Orleans and going to Kansas City and playing so well, coming off the injury, is really what set me up to to be in the situation, you know, uh, on, on the ballot and, and getting a chance to get in. Because I went from the NFC to going outside in the AFC, playing on grass, which helped, and playing Denver, Denver and uh, San Diego Chargers back when, when uh, before Drew Brees is Drew Brees when when we all aired it out in the AFC and uh, you know that that's what really helped me uh, solidify my career you know and 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 uh, and helped me uh, get to the situation I'm in now. Well, I remember getting watching you because I I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, so I know what that those Kansas City Chief fans are like. That is still to this day I tell people probably one of the loudest football stadiums I've ever been in in my entire life. And I went there to see my Broncos play you guys a couple times. 
Man, I wouldn't even wear my Bronco stuff in there. There was no orange and there was no blue on me when you go into that stadium. Not at all. Oh, so you you were at the game with Dante Hall. Uh, 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 wow. Well, <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, are you talking about the play where there was that block behind the back? That yeah, they well, missed that block behind the back. <laughs> hey, it might have been a little block behind the back, but it was so exciting to watch him running around. Hey, there. you know what? It didn't even matter because that there was a little block, but that that was a great run right there. I mean, that just that set that stadium off. Oh, you went crazy then. But it was it was always fun going to games at Arrowhead. Um, you know, I I haven't been back there for for quite a while because I'm down here. But man, people don't know Chief fans are crazy. Yeah, good, good, are. good, crazy like, though. And, and, and you know, I, I you know my my home. I'm from people know I'm from Pine Bluff, Southeast Arkansas, and I went to school there. And my you know I spent a lot of my life growing up when I left high school was in Louisiana. So all my ties were to that area. But uh, I really, I really do appreciate the, the time I had in Kansas City, and I and I have a apartment building. You know, I got a, I got into a little real estate, so I got a fourteen unit building in Kansas City. So I'm always going back and uh, Miss Hunt. The Hunt family's real nice. They always uh, are very accountable. You know, letting us sit in the suite and uh, and spending time, spending time with with the with the ex players. So you know, it's it's a real it's a real good organization, real good family. And uh, I got a chance to talk to Mr. Benson this week, and he wished me good luck. You know, he's still he's still running things down in New Orleans. So, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's been a good ride. And like Mark, you know, without football, you know, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. So football is a great sport. You know, it's been good to me. And, uh, you know, I just want to keep doing the thing that I got to do to make sure, I, you know, I do. I uphold the shield, as the commissioner would say. <laughs> that, that's big time, man. Let me, uh, like I say, I always ask this question to guys that come on the show. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Andre Reed on, who's uh, also up for the uh, for the Hall of Fame from the Buffalo Bills. Who are some of the toughest guys? And I already know one of the guys you're probably going to say because I seen you tweet it when you had a little survey on Twitter. But give me give me your top three defensive guys that 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 uh, that you had trouble guarding, or not even trouble, but with some of your toughest competition. Well, you know, well, you know, I played pretty good against Reggie. I actually played Reggie my rookie year, and I met Reggie because Reggie was boys with Keith Jackson. So Reggie, before he signed that big deal, he came to Arkansas to play in a benefit basketball game for Keith Jackson, and I was coming out of Tech. So he, all Arkansas boys were playing in the game, and Todd Day and some of those guys. So I met Reggie before we we even played football. I met him out of college, and then I played pretty good against. We played Reggie in the preseason my rookie year in Madison, and he played a little bit. But actually, you know, I short, you know what you had to do with Reggie when when, when we played him that next my rookie year. I, you you got to short set him and slow him down. So I slowed him down, <laughs> Mark, and I was pretty strong too. But they moved they moved him up and down up and down the line because Reggie wasn't a real quick foot guy. He was, they weren't gonna run a lot of ETs to Reggie's side. Right. Reggie wanted to just get ahead of steam and just and help you do what he had to do. So you got to get your hands on Reggie, but you can't just short him, short him. But I short set him most against. So I played pretty good against him. But I would say Chuck Smith. You know, week in week out. I had I had problems with some guys with long arms, like uh, Chris Dolman gave me some problems. But Chuck Smith for Atlanta was really a, a, a good competition for me, and Mike and, and, and Mike Rucker for for the Carolina Panthers. He was strong and he had power. Guys that had strength and power seemed to give me some problems. So Mike Rucker was was a real tough competition for me, and uh, and and guys like Chuck Smith. And uh, Tim Harris back in the day with long arms. But a guy like DT that's just trying to run around me, 
you know, I was quick enough where I could deal with them more so than the guy that was going to try to bull me and get in my body. Yeah, you name you name out some some pretty uh, stiff competition, especially with Dolman. Uh, a lot of people didn't, uh, you know, you, you see you mentioned Tim Harris, uh, but back in Tim's days when he was with Green Bay, when he was doing doing his work, uh, he, he was one of the best best guys coming off the corner as well as Charles Haley. I think Charles is up for the Hall of Fame Charles, as well. And, and, and I'm with Sean Jones here. Sean Jones was with. No, Sean Jones was with Green Bay when they won the Super Bowl. He gave me some problems. Tim Harris was with the 49ers. Right. Tim Harris was with the long arm. And he, and he, Tim Harris was, was Timmy, too, I think. Yeah, he did come up there with us. And, uh, yeah, you know, Tim Harris is crazy. Yeah, yeah. He Tim was a different, was a really good football player. Yeah, and he was a different dude. He was the first dude that I seen come in at halftime uh, and smoke a cigarette. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of stories about Tim Harris. Tim Harris is the old school football player. But he played, you know, with his, his water bottles after the football game. Tim Harris was a real, was a, was a man's man that played football. But no, nah, he was, he was, a, he was a real tough football player. And his hands, I don't know if you know Tim Harris, but Tim Harris had the biggest hands. I mean, his hands like one and a half the size of mine. I mean, he was, a, he was a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. I seen you do a lot of work back at uh, at Tech this last a couple of months ago. It's uh, good to see you uh, always going back to your alma mater and giving back. Uh, you know, obviously you put the school on the map. Uh, you guys do have a, a good program going over there. I got some good athletes that come out of Tech, uh, but obviously you're you're the big name, big draw. Uh, what what would this mean to you? Uh, you know, hearing your name, getting called, just knowing, uh, you know, you know, this is something that we all grew up to when we play football. We wanted to win the Super Bowl, but going into the Hall of Fame is is on a whole different level. What would this mean to you as as far as uh your your NFL career? Oh man, it, it, you know, it's it just a, a pity me. You know, we all grew up playing football from a little kid, and I, and I tell a lot of people they they say well. You know, you know how you feel about that. I said, man, I wouldn't have never imagined, you know, coming out of Pine Bluff. You know, I was a good athlete, and and people don't know this. Some people know Don Hudson, the legendary Green Bay Packer, went to my high school year. He played at Alabama, Roll by time. the way. But yeah. uh, but uh, you know, just going to Tech and 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 getting red shirted and the fun I had. We were just happy to have scholarships and going over <laughs> to Grambling and hanging out and 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 just everything just working itself out and gaining weight and. You know, it's about a redshirt sophomore, and I realized I had a chance to go pro. But to get in the pros and get off to the start I got off to, and and uh, and, and just to continue it on and, and be here now is great. And, and I think it's more it's, it's exciting for my father. My father was all state in football and basketball back at Merle High School in Arkansas, and back then he was co valedictorian too. He tore his, he hurt his knees, but you couldn't play in the South, so he had to go. He went to Michigan State and played football. He's a real good athlete. And he hurt his knee, and he didn't want him in class. So it's going to be exciting for me to go in. I don't know if you ever met him, Mark, but he came to every game. He drove. I remember him. He drove to every game in, in New Orleans, <laughs> except for one my brother might have played in. And Kansas City was about the same distance, about eight hours from Pine Bluff. Two years to go up through Fayetteville. He drove to every home game, came to every Pro Bowl. So I think it's, it's going to be exciting for my pops to be there. You know, if I get in, he'll be flying to Indy, and he'll be presenting me. And uh, the fact that, that that I finished off what he started, you know, him being a real good football player, and me growing up hearing all these stories about him as a kid, and me me being able to finish it up, you know, for him, and him being being, being a part of this is, is going to be a real exciting for me. Big props to Pops. Pops, if you're out there listening, uh, job well done. Uh, career that should be capped off this weekend. I know there's some heavy names on that list, but when you look at the body of work, 
when you can be an offensive tackle, everybody knows uh, you get the, the best defensive end every week. Uh, you had the toughest job on the field to guard the quarterback's back. Um, everybody know that week in and week out from watching the NFL how tough that position is. And for you to be able to dominate that position for so many years, uh, you definitely got my vote, man. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping you get in, man. I'm going to be excited. Um, I'll probably be jumping up and down. I'll be tweeting you. I'll be sending you all kind of, kind of, kind of love and shout outs. But like I say, just playing with guys and, and, and knowing that, uh, good character guys on and off the field. Uh, like I said, you got my support 100%. So what do you, what do you got going on down? I didn't even know you was in California. What's going on in California? What you got going on besides on the cardio machine? Man, uh, man, I, you know, just out here just going to see my kids. I got a daughter that's in Phoenix, Alexis. She's on her way here right now with her mother, Desiree. Uh, and, and I, and I just, man, I travel and work out and, uh, you know, I got a property down in Newport that I, that I leased out. I got a nice house I'm in now, man. So I'm trying to figure out ways to make a living, Mark. You know, and, and that's about it. Take care of these kids. The kids are growing up. I got a 16, 14, 12, 10 year old. So I, I make my rounds and see my kids and they come out here and enjoy the summers for me. But it, it, when you leave New Orleans and you, you know, you got the humidity in the rain, uh, I didn't want to live nowhere cold, so you know the, the other choice other than Florida was to uh, come out to California. Man, ain't nothing like California sunshine. Now you take a southern boy and you move <laughs> and you move him out, you move him out down south to Disneyland and Magic Mountain. So you out there, you definitely out there living the lifestyle. So I know I'm you know born and raised in California. I'll definitely be out there. Uh, at least twice a month, man. So we definitely got to hook up. Uh, how's your golf game? You golfing? Not golfing. I, well, they got a driving range. I need to go out there and try to drive the ball straight first. But I don't want to get on the course because I'll probably hit somebody. Uh, well, you can just drive the cart there. You can yeah, drive I can drive the cart and drink, drink a little bit of beer. <laughs> <laughs> now, that just cuts all the cardio out right there, man. Yeah, that's just going to mess it all up, huh? Make love all You know what? I used to come out here back in the day with, the, with Jerome Bettis, the bus. You know, we had the same major and had a house together. When I first came here, before they had all these OTAs, we used to train in Denver. So I used to come out here to L.A. and hang out with him and Dale Borkins. You know, Dale Borkins still doing the promotion thing in L.A. Right. If you want to go to a club, Borkins will be out there. But <laughs> but uh, but I used to come kicking with J.B. when they used to throw their little concerts and, and do all that stuff. So that's when I first started coming out here. And I didn't really want to be in L.A. area. And, you know, they used to live out here by Anaheim Hills. So that's why I found this area, you know, in between L.A. and San Diego. It's a little slower place, but it's real nice out here. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I definitely appreciate it. Is there anything that, uh, any kind of foundation that you're associated with that you want us to uh, give a shout-out to? Uh, no, no foundations, man. I don't, I don't have any foundation going, man. I just uh, just try to help the kids. I just would like to give, you know, just, uh, you know, say, give my condolences to the kids from Louisiana Tech family that died, the kid that died the other day, Tyrone, uh, from, from the West Bank, and, uh, you know, wish his family the best, you know, while Latek and the football team are going to go down there for, the, for his funeral, but the young man was 21 years old, so I just want to wow. give my condolences to his family again. Uh, what's his name again? Tyrone Spurrier. The, the, the little running back that uh, passed away like two days ago. Okay, big shout-out to the family out there in Latek. My man, rest in peace. Uh, that's my man, Big Willie Rofe. Um, team time over pro bowler, all everything, all world, big sexy, what we used to call him in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, anytime you want to come on, uh, you're, you're more than welcome, man. I, I definitely appreciate the, uh, the time that you had for us today. 
I know you get pulled in all kind of different directions, but uh, I'm just just blessed, man, to have you on and, and, and glad that we have that relationship that you will be willing to do the interview. So uh, good luck. Uh, when is it? Tomorrow? Is they announcing it tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, man. I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> well, see, you know, the crazy thing about the Hall of Fame is it's the Hall of Fame committee that, start, that, that, that really takes care of this, not, not the NFL. So they can't fly everybody out there. So this is the same thing I did last year. So I'm sitting here watching the show. I got a ticket to leave here at four thirty. If I make it, then I gotta run to John Wayne and get on the plane and get up there at one o'clock in the morning. And my dad's on Central Time, so he can't make it till Sunday morning. So basically, the guys that aren't there, I like Cortez. I text Cortez today. He's down in Orlando. We're on call. So if you get in, <laughs> get on the plane either tonight or tomorrow. A fly up there. If you don't get in, you don't get no ticket. You wait till next year. Oh man! Well, make sure to shoot. Uh, see if you can get a refund on that ticket or something. Man. Well, no, no they're paying <laughs> for the ticket, so they're not gonna give me a refund. This is, I just gotta wait and see if I get in. And we know once you're done, they ain't trying to give you no more money. No, 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 no. It's over. No more money. <laughs> well, man, maybe I can squeeze a little more out of Benson. If I get in, Mr. Benson, please. Uh, you know, I would love to come out and do some appearances. So maybe Mr. Benson can help me with. Oh, uh, you already know, man. A lot of people, uh, you know, we we talk about some of the owners. Obviously, Lamar. Hunt is the uh, epitome of one of the best owners I had the opportunity to play for. Uh, Tom Benson uh, always opened up his pocketbook. Uh, you know, a lot of people used to give him flack about dancing on the field with his umbrella and all that. But uh, he was a young man. Or I always call him a young man, but he was always he was always there for us, and you know, he was always there for best with the team. But uh, if you get in, man, that's uh, you already know the Kansas City Chief fans uh, love what you do. Uh, definitely on Twitter as well. Uh, the New Orleans fans, uh, you already know, man, that's, that's gonna be big. So, if my man Willie Rofe get in, make sure y'all start breaking my man off with some checks for these appearances. That's a big, that's big time, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you, you know, you know, I want to make it a little, but no, it's, it's gonna be great. And like you said, to be, to be the first player drafted from, uh, from, from, from Louisiana, from Louisiana school in the first round, and, uh, and went to Louisiana Tech, nobody heard of me. And then Jim Finks, I was his last play he drafted him. A lot of people don't know this, but Jim Finks, I, th- I don't know if he's a, Hall- I think he's a Hall of Fame general manager, but right after he did the draft for us, you know, he passed away. Right. So, uh, you know, we didn't even get a chance to meet him. So I'm going to be representing the Finks family and, and, every- and everything that goes on. And then the fact that I go up to northern Louisiana and have a relationship with Eddie Robb, from Eddie Rob coaching me in the Hula Bowl, right. and, 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 and that history from from being up in the northern part of Louisiana, you know, it, it all works itself out. That was that was uh, when you mentioned Eddie Robinson, man. That kind of threw me back a little bit. Uh, that was one of our highlights. Uh, another highlight being in Alabama, you know, Coach Stallings, uh, probably one of the best coaches I had on and off the field as far as a father figure. Uh, we talk about him all day, every day. Uh, when when I talk to some of the guys. Uh, he, and he said, you know, I have a, break, a great surprise for you guys, one of the best coaches I ever had a chance to work with. And he brought in Coach Rob. You know, you, you take all those Southern boys and, uh, and you know, you got, you got the white boys, you got the black guys, and we're all mingling. And, man, when he walked on the field, obviously, you know, you go to Alabama, you hear about the bear all the time. But when Coach Rob walked on the field, man, it was like we seen Jordan. That, that, was, that was big, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was big. And Coach Rob... Coach Rob was was such a class guy, you know. That I, I, you know, we, we when I was in Tech, we used to run seven oh seven against Grambling all the time. So you would see some of the position coaches and stuff. 
But I didn't really get to know Coach Rob till he got, he coached me him and my my senior year after my senior year before I before my senior year started I committed to go to the Hula Bowl because I wasn't going to these I wasn't going to the uh, Senior Bowl and doing all that banging. So I said, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm from Arkansas. I ain't never really been to Hula Bowl. So they said they said the Hula Bowl. They said you want to go to Hawaii. I said, oh yeah, I'm going to Hawaii. So I was a junior. You like, chasing them skirts. You chasing them skirts. Yeah, yeah. Before I committed to the Hula Bowl, so we get. So I get over there, and, and I got Lou Holtz and Eddie Rob coaching me at the Hula Bowl. And, man, do you know we had a we had a, we had a wonderful week. We stayed at that Sheridan right there, the big white hotel right on the beach, and, and worked out across the street. And me and Dan Williams were going there to practice, but we were just wearing T-shirts. I mean, just working out in just shorts and T-shirts or shells. We weren't doing – we didn't have no pads on. But, man, I'm going to tell you what, that, coming out of college and getting playing that ball game and working with Eddie Rob and them – and then I had a golf tournament up in Ruston, so I used to go back up to the Ruston real close when it first started and hold the golf tournament. So I always would go over there and meet with, hang out with Eddie Rob and his wife and his family, you know, those years before he passed away. And it was just so much fun to go over there and just listen to him and, you know, try to soak up some of that knowledge when you're young, and, you know, and, and going to visit him every summer. Yeah, and he definitely had a lot of knowledge. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, when you talk about uh, coaches in the game, Obviously, you put Joe Paterno up there as well. That was another highlight. Obviously, you know, we had a chance to play against Penn State, and uh, you see Joe Paul run out with the flooding pants. And you know, we, you know, back in high school, you like, man, you know, you look at Joe Paul, you're like, man, that's Joe Paterno. And all of a sudden, you're on the same field, and he's running out. I'm like, I'm like shell shocked. Everybody like, what you doing? I was like, man, that's Joe Paterno. <laughs> well, hey, well, we felt, hey, we felt the same way when we when we came up there and played. When we looked over there and saw Gene Stalin, and then we used to go. We went, we played Auburn a couple of times, and we used to go over there and play Pat Pat Dye. Pat Dye would be over there with his hat on. And, you know, and, and it, was, it, was, it was just it's some legendary coaches, and, you know, especially in the SEC when Joe Pye the SEC back then, you know, like you said, and Bear Bryant, you know, coming from, from Fordyce, Arkansas, you know, and coaching up there for all those years uh, uh, with, with, with Alabama. But uh, I didn't realize how good uh, – how good a football player Don Hudson was and didn't realize how he came from Palm Bluff High my high school and played at Alabama and how good he was with the Green Bay Packers. So, uh. Well, we don't have no, we don't have no scrubs now. I, I see that. We, we don't have no that. scrubs. Even our kickers are good, man. We ain't got no scrubs now. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And y'all got that, well, when Nick, Nick Saylor got that program back on top. So, yep. you know, I'm happy for those guys. All right, man. I definitely appreciate you, uh, coming on, Big Will. Uh, if you, if you make it in, hopefully you'll make it in. Uh, definitely going to be praying for you to get in. Uh, you're one of my picks along with uh, Andre Reed. Hope you guys get in as well. Uh, so we'd love to have you get, uh, come back on the show if you get in, man, talk about it and, and just give us your, your take on what it's officially like once they, uh, they got to make a lot of, that's going to be a lot of gold though. That's going to be a big jacket. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be a little about size fifty. It's gonna have to put a lot of gold on my jacket. Yeah, so be, they're gonna be calling me uh, a Goldie once I'm when I put the other jacket on all the time. And that, that that might be the that, that might be better than the green jacket for the Masters though. That, that might top a green jacket for the Masters. You get I, a gold. I think that does top that when you get a gold one. So I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today, Big Will. All right there. That's my man. Big. Man, I could listen to him talk all day. Willie Rolfe. Appreciate Willie calling in, man. One of the one of the best tackles to ever played a game. Uh, hopefully, he'll be going into the Hall of Fame. If the guys are out there listening, I know their votes are already in. We already know um, it's almost like the Pro Bowl. You got some of the guys writing. Probably never played right. the game. It's all about popularity because if guys, if you go on pure merit and what the guys have done on the field, there's no reason why Chris Carter is still sitting in the green room. 
not in the Hall of Fame. What is your what is your take on that? I 100%. I cannot believe he's in there. And we were when we were talking to Willie, you brought up Andre Reed. That's a dude that needs to be in there. I mean, if you got Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas in there, he has to be in there too. He was the one that was catching the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I mean, you look at you look at you talk about body of work and Chris Carter's that he should have been in there a while ago. Chris should have been in. I I, I don't know. Uh, we all know he had some troubles, but that was so long ago in his career. But when you go about uh, all he did was like Chris Berman said, all he did was score Catch touchdowns. touchdowns. And and when you can do that. For the long period of time that he had a chance to play the game, obviously had a chance to play when it was one of the toughest guys I had to guard. Uh, wasn't real fast, but he was very physical uh, and, and probably one of the smartest receivers. Who, uh, one of the best route runners. Yeah, he was a real good route runner. So hopefully, uh, CC, if you're out there listening, I know you're out there in Indy. Uh, you're, you're definitely one of my picks to get in as well, man. I know you're probably sitting in the green room like, damn, again. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm already, you know, he's and he's got to go to the Super Bowl every year because yep. he's he, he's doing it. So he's like. I don't even see him lobbying for it anymore, and I don't think he really has to lobby for it. I think it. everybody else does for him. And uh, I know I was uh, going back and forth with uh, Jake Reed on Twitter as well. Everybody know Jake Reed was uh, his counterpart, who also had uh, a great career in Minnesota as well, uh, been lobbying for him. So there, there's a certain guys that you look at the list. I will lobby for those guys, and we talked about it last week. There's certain guys on that list. You're like, come on, really? Well, there's there's certain definitely <laughs> there's certain receivers that have got in recently. That I I definitely feel Chris Carter should be in before those guys. So hopefully CC gets in, uh, Big Willie get in, my man Reed gets in. Those are some of my picks uh, for those guys to get in. I know there's a ton of guys on there that's deserving. Uh, I'm not hating on any of those guys on that list because if I was on that list, I wouldn't want nobody to be hating on me. But it's definitely an honor to be even nominated on that list. If, if you're on that list, you, you there's some respect there. Yeah, there, there's a lot of respect. I don't, I don't know if too many people like I said in Philly. Uh, I don't know too many guys that's in the hall from Philly, especially from our defense. Now, you look at some of the guys we had on our defense, there's no reason why, uh, obviously, Reggie's in there. Right. But anybody else, you're like, uh, I think it's because of our attitude. I think it was just because <laughs> you look at the list, and uh, I always stroke them. Everybody say you're always on them. But you look at the body of the work, my man Eric Allen, uh, from, oh, what he, yeah. from what he did year in and year out, a constant pro bowler. Even when he went to Oakland, they went to the Super Bowl. Um He's not on the list. And I'm like, that's crazy. Come on, man. He was part of the, some of the best defenses of all time. Uh, everybody knew he was one of the best corners in, in the game back then. You had Dion, you had Daryl Green, and you had Eric Allen. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. That was, that was those guys. And uh, for him not to be on that list is a tragedy, a travesty, tragedy, however you want to say it. It's terrible. <laughs> so it's if terrible. Yes. Yeah, so you If you're out there listening, you writers, Whoever out there voting for these guys, you better make sure you put my man EA on the list next year. Max Fab, put him on the ballot right now. That's my guy. I'm going to have to second that one. Yeah, that's my man, EA. All time. One of the all time. That's my man. I'm sure I'll probably get a text later on. Well, I'll probably just text him, but uh, he's always in support of what we got going on. He's a great guy. Uh, so we got big news in Indy. I know we got to talk about it. Oh, talk the, about oh, yeah, there's a game this week. There's a game this week. Uh, we've been talking about it for the last two weeks. I uh, know we talked about it a little before, uh, talking about the quarterbacks in comparison to uh, Tom Brady and uh, Eli Manning. Eli's put himself in that position. I wouldn't say he put himself in that position. He is in that situation as far as being an elite quarterback. Doesn't do it, uh, doesn't do the fist pump, doesn't ask for any commercials, 
Uh, he's not in the limelight uh, as you think of as a New York quarterback. You think he'll get a lot more press, a lot more love. But his brother seems to be getting more attention than he is. What's up with that? You know, I, 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 I think it's a situation that the younger brother is playing for his second Super Bowl in the bigger brother's house. <laughs> and I think at the beginning of the week, Peyton was like, no, 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 no I'm not having this. This right. is not going to go down like this. So he's coming up with pizza <laughs> commercials. <laughs> <laughs> a man's got to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, I, I, I got to work, and uh, Papa John ain't call me. <laughs> I, I think uh, Peyton's getting Eli back for when he pushed him in the, lock him in the closet on that Manning Bowl commercial, <laughs> and kicked him on the ESPN commercial. So well, it's it's uh you know a lot of people talk about his health. Everybody's saying is he going to come back? I don't even want to talk about that. I want to talk about Eli and the job yeah. he's done week in and week out. And I know I probably get some riff from the Philadelphia Eagle fans, but I'm gonna call it like it is. The guy is a winner. You, you have to give him <laughs> his props. We were, to, we were talking about it on the show yesterday that when you're talking about the top five quarterbacks playing right now, you have to put Eli Manning up there. I mean, people forget he was just shy of 5,000 yards himself passing. So you have Brady up there. You have Rodgers. You have Breeze. Um, this is his second Super Bowl. Second one. Rodgers only got one. This is second one. Breeze only got one. <laughs> Peyton Manning only has one. Peyton Manning only has one. And I mean, you really him. have to talk to him, talk about him that way. And like I said, uh, I give respect where respect is due. Obviously, I'm not a Giant fan, so don't get it twisted out there, people. But uh, as far as uh, respecting the NFL player, I would never uh, intentionally try to talk about an NFL player, not unless they talked about me first, and I always was getting talked about. But it was just in, in kind of fun because of my size and my weight. But as far as what he's done on the field – from the last couple of you look at the last Super Bowl run, all their games were on the road. Yeah, pretty much. Besides, yep. uh, and and you know when they played the Falcons at home, but if you can go into Green Bay, and then travel way across town again to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and, and pull out a, a, a great win against a good team, that's pretty damn impressive. You know, I'll I'll tell you what, the the run that he's on right now. I mean, we all know Aaron Rodgers had his run last year, and it was a great run. But right now, what Eli Manning's doing is he's backing up what he said in that that interview that he had in the middle of the season when somebody asked him where where he is ranks amongst the quarterbacks. And everybody's like, and they, when he said Tom Brady, I was like Tom Brady, everybody laughed at him. Yeah, they, they did. <laughs> and all Eli did from that point on was just go out and prove it. And now you can't say anything to him. The man went out. And he put it on the field and said, this is where I'm at. And it's funny because Giant fans for the last couple of years have been on Eli Manning. Right. You know, but now all of a sudden, Eli Manning, that's their savior and grace right now. And they love him. And they should. They should. I'd take him as my quarterback. you take who? I'd take Eli as my quarterback. I can't take, I, no, I can't. Well, everybody know, everybody know. Well, as you guys, Philly, you I have said, a quarterback. I just, I just, I just, yeah, we got Mike Vick. Yeah, my Broncos, we do not have a quarterback. We won't even talk about that because that's a whole other show. As soon as you start saying Denver, everybody wants to talk about that that guy. And I don't even, I don't even say his name. Uh, He's number fifteen. That's yeah, it. Yeah, because we start saying that. Oh my goodness, you're gonna put a whole can of whoop. We'll we'll talk about that when it's getting close to the draft. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I know but yeah, Eli Eli's done his thing. Eli. Now, of course, Tom Brady. Has been throwing up astronomical numbers year in and year out. Um, if you look at his playoff run, yes, he's throwing for some touchdowns, but he's not having his—he's not having those lights out games. Well, you know, the, the Ravens seem to know how to how to defense that offense properly, and they showed that the week, bef- you know, the a couple weeks ago, and 
you know, I think it, he's playing against a similar type defense now. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a big game, and I think he's going to be right there. And he's one of those players where there's a lot of personal motivation behind what he does. And I, I fully believe that right now him and Bilicek, that 2007 Super Bowl, that loss, still a bad taste in their mouth. And the only thing they got on their mind right now is taking care of business. Yeah, no. I don't know if my son, he's probably going to get on the surprise. He ain't chimed in uh, yet. He loves, he's over there with his Dre beat, so he, he can't really hear anything. That's why I was asking Papa John's, can I have another, you know, can I do a commercial? Because I got to pay for these Dre beats and the phones and everything <laughs> that he's rocking. You know, I'm sitting out here on my grind, so uh, donate to us, you know, donate to my Dre beats. You know, my son's been, <laughs> he's been taking all my loot. That's what they're supposed to do. Now, could you turn the music down? Everybody trying to hear that, man. What are you listening to over there? Some Chris Brown. Chris Brown? Yes. Now you're going to have all the little girls called in talking about, oh, your son listens to Chris Brown. He's so cute. Can you oh. dance like Chris Brown? No. Okay. Not that good. So who, what's your prediction for the game? Everybody already been talking about it the last what, what is your? Do you have a score for the game? 34-30. 34-30. That sounds pretty good. That's Wow, that's pretty good. My son's 12 and he's making predictions on the Super Bowl. Of course the Giants are going to come on top, though. <sighs> now I know my Twitter feed is going to just blow up with Eagle people like, you're, you're raising him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're raising him wrong. He's, all, he's his own guy. Uh, Manningham, Akeem Nix, Eli Manning. What else do you need? He's, that's his squad. Uh, I, you know, of course, uh, my coach Peter Junta, big props to him. Uh, good luck to him as well. Uh, he's the one that actually, if it wasn't for him, I would not never got drafted. He was a guy that took a chance on me when I was in Philadelphia. Uh, every team that he's played it, uh, he's always texted me. He's always uh, sent my son stuff, and every time he's in town, he always looks out for it. So big us to Coach Peter Junta out there. He's coaching the defensive backs for the New York Giants, and I'm sure he'll probably be texting before the game or texting after the game, but he, he still holds a good relationship with my son. That's why he's a huge Giant fan because he gets – all the giant stuff. You should see my house. Got giant T-shirts, <laughs> giant hats. Steve, he hooked me up with Steve Smith. Not even there anymore. Yeah, Steve Smith. Yeah. We won't even talk about Steve Smith. Where is Steve Smith? Oh. He didn't even show up this year for Philly. Yeah, they, Philly's asking where Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't even talk about Steve Smith, but he did win a Super Bowl. Hat, you know, I can't, I can't take that away from him. And thank you. Th- Wow, and the body of work that he did in New York, he, yep. you know, he was that guy. He was that slot guy that that got it done. And you look at the core receivers that the Giants have now. Uh, they just got a younger, hungry. I wouldn't yeah. say hungry. I just say they got a younger group of the same guys they had. Victor Cruz. You look at Cruz, uh, man. I, I, in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" But every week, this guy. Was, it seemed like every week somebody's <laughs> like, "Who is that guy?" The guy blowing right past you, right, and doing the damn cha cha. Yeah, every <laughs> single time. Sasa cha cha, man. That dude was making guacamole. Doing it so much that the public address announcer. At the stadium, every time he scored, he started playing salsa music. <laughs> That's pretty dope. When you can score oh, and, yeah. and, and get some, some salsa music. You got your own music? <laughs> That's pretty tight. That's pretty tight. So that's your, that's your prediction. 34-30 Giants? Yes. And you're sticking with it? Most definitely. Justin Tuck's going to cause a fumble. They're going to score. Oh, wow. Patriots might come back and get a field goal. Wow. They're going to get another fumble. Then let's see what they go from there. Hey, you want to take my job? Damn, so he's pretty good. He's, he's, he's got he, it. Yeah, he broke it down. The turnovers. So obviously, uh, you know, turnovers uh, is going to be a, uh, a key opponent for this game. Offense, defense, and I reiterate, special teams. Because if you look at the games that's been been going on, special teams has cost a lot of these teams. Yeah. 
uh, not plays, but games. games. <laughs> but games. So if you're a kicker or a punt returner, please don't go out before the game. Yeah. Please, please don't be texting. Don't be tweeting. Just rest. Yeah, just 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 get your rest on. Because I guarantee you, uh, you look at the Giants special teams, their, their special teams unit is playing lights out right now. You know, I think these are two teams that they've been there, they've done that before. The, all the players are going to be mentally ready and, and, and set. You know, and I think you got a kicker, especially on New England's team, Goskowski, that, that ice runs through his veins. I like him. Yeah. Uh, the guy who, who's going to need to stay in, make sure Julian Edelman stays in. Because yeah. he's going to return punts. And he's got to cover Victor Cruz. Oh yeah! At the same time, they're oh wow. What's that dude's name that got hurt with the ankle? He, he's Gronkowski. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, he's good. He's fine. Gronkowski's going to play. No, you see him good. get off the plane? He's going to shoot it up, Zay. They're going to shoot it up. Let, let's let's be real, bud. They're going to shoot up that ankle. I don't know what they're going to shoot it up with. <laughs> but uh, Erlacher hit on it uh, what, a couple weeks ago about all the shots he was taking. In oh his yeah, back. they're going to shoot the ankle up. I, I don't care. Justin Tuck's going to rip it off. Oh, he says, "Are you gonna rip off the ankle?" Yes. Oh my God! Who Violet? Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> who's your daddy? Where's this guy learning his aggressive nature from? Someone but, who's a hater of the Giants. I'm not a hater of the Giants. I I know you're an Eagles fan, but at the same time, Giants are in the Super Bowl. And you got a point there, and I can't say anything about that. And this is what we go through on a daily basis at home. <laughs> <laughs> this like is the Celtics. McMillan household. <laughs> Just like my Celtics. Now that's a whole different ballgame. Hey, uh, my teams. How, how did you get? How where'd the Celtics come from? How did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? You're just bringing up all these teams, so. Well, how did you become a Celtic fan? I'm real cre- curious about that. Jesus Shuttlesworth. He's got a good point. He didn't say Ray Allen. No, he didn't. He, said, he went. He went Jesus Shuttlesworth, <laughs> and you cannot argue with that. God, he's like stumping the host and the co-host today. That's pretty damn good. Oh, I can't say anything. I'm a Suns fan, so I'm just quiet. Oh, uh, no, no. Well, we could take Steve Nash in L.A. Well, hey, he Everybody might end like, up out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That might he might that. end up out there. Congrats uh, to Steve Nash, by the way, for becoming the Suns' all-time assist leader. And, I, and like I say, uh, let's get him somewhere where he can go to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, because he, he's he, he's still got game. Oh, and yeah. You talk to these guys that play against me. He's like, man, Steve can still got game. I, I would love to see him in purple and go. I mean, I, all the Phoenix fans here, when you bring that up, no, he can't go anywhere. Yes, and, and I understand where they're coming from, but for Steve Nash, get him somewhere where he's going to be playing. You know, we don't need him in the 45th game while we're fighting for the <laughs> second pick in the draft. Let Steve go play in the playoffs. He deserves it. He does deserve it. So if you're out there listening, management, I know the Clippers, just made, a, the Clippers just made another move. They've got Kenyon Martin. Oh, they ended up signing him? They got Kenyon Martin. Man, that was quick. He was just available yesterday. They scooped him up. Wow, that's a good, I, I that's a what, good scoop. That's that's a real good scoop. I'm like, wow. But if you look at uh, the NBA, we're you know we're switching gears a little bit. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. I was just going to say that. That's are, my are, team I'm watching <laughs> this year. I'm not watching the Suns. I've turned to watching the Nuggets, and they got something. They got something over there. They, everybody thought that ooh that trade. They they got beat in that trade. Man, oh I don't think so. They they did a scary. Good, yeah, they, they're they're scary. And they got the Italian dude on there too. I, I can't even say his name. I, scary is Blake Griffin, how he's just going to rise above you and dunk on you. Oh, my God. We're not even talking about Blake Griffin right now. We're not even talking about him <laughs> rising above nobody right now. We're talking about the Denver Nuggets, who just pounded the Clippers last night and pounded Blake Griffin. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't uh, yeah. It wasn't pretty last night. Okay, uh, one game. One and, game. Uh, uh, to, to the Clippers' credit, I think they played like four games in like five days yeah, with, with the yeah. crunch of the NBA schedule. 
Uh, those guys are definitely tired. There's no way you can play game four games and be at your best weekend, you know, night in and night out as far as playing basketball with those guys. But the Denver Nuggets, like I said, Coach Carl uh, definitely had those guys playing yep. well. Uh, they're under the radar. They're not getting a lot of hype, and I'm sure he's 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 cool with that. I'm sure he's very cool with that. A lot of good young kids, and uh, uh, Ty Lawson. I like that dude. He's he's like lightning in the bottle. I I said that, <laughs> I said this back at, at the beginning of the season to Chelsea. I I think by the end of the season and it's come playoff time, watch out for the Denver Nuggets because they could possibly be the second or third. Probably the second best team in the West. I think, the, and the Lakers travel to Denver. Uh, I think they play the Nuggets tonight. Obviously, Kobe's a free man, so he's willing to, you know, he, he can not do in Denver. Well, he can still do work now. He's free. Well, right. He didn't gave up seventy something million, so he might as well go on and do do what he do now. So it's not called cheating. Well, right. So Kobe, if you I'm out just, there, I'm just talking about his, his past transgressions in Colorado. Well, you know, there's there's some bunnies in snow. That's just, that's some, I think it's supposed to be snowing. It is. So, you know, Kobe might need a little room service. Might need to stay warm. Yeah, no room service, though, Kobe. We need this win. We need this victory. Obviously, we need a point guard. So, Cupcheck, I've been hearing rumors that you might be leaving. Before you leave, can you please get us a point guard out there in L.A.? Because I'm tired of seeing everybody else around us. Just You know, I wonder what they have to trade for him. Like, you know, for Steve Nash, for example. Find him. What's no, gonna, that, that's too much. We can't give up. That's what's going to come out over here to get Steve Nash? You know that that'll be a good that'll be a good call. I don't know. Uh, obviously, Gortat uh, he's putting up double doubles every night. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, yeah. He, he's putting up double doubles. You he's doing at, he's doing really well. Yeah, you look at the big the, man. the other team I hear for Steve is possibly Dallas. Mark Cuban would love to have him back there. Of course, Jason Kidd. Everybody know he's uh, on his last little chicken leg, but he's, yeah, he can still he's, get it done. Still, I'm sure Dirk Nowitzki will have a huge uh, uh, push for that. Mark Cuban is not short about spending any kind Mm-mm. of cash. As you seen the other night, he got fined, what, like 75 Gs? Yeah, he doesn't even care. <laughs> That's like me handing a dollar over to you. <laughs> so, Mark Cuban, next time you decide to uh, criticize anybody, you can always donate to the Hard Hitting Radio Foundation. Your money will be greatly spent on the uh, foundation that we use. Everybody know my involvement with autism. Uh, big shout-out to my man, Kevin Turner. Uh, we've been talking the last uh, couple of days on Twitter. Uh, one of my longtime buddies we played at the University of Alabama together uh, who's going through uh, fighting of the, the terrible disease of ALS. Everybody knows it. Probably the more popular name for it is Lou Gehrig's. But uh, uh, his, his information is on my website. We just launched our new website, Big Props, to my man Brett Thomas out there working on my website as well. Uh, go to hardhittingradio.com. Uh, click on the Kevin... Kevin Turner uh, Foundation. They have a video for it. They even made the uh, they made a song for for Kevin as well. So it, it's just definitely uh, something something touching to me. I was going back and forth for Jay Barker. Uh, everybody knows him. He played uh, quarterback for us uh, for Alabama. And uh, just to uh, know that KT is uh, still in good spirits, going back and forth on Twitter. I uh, really don't know as far as the physical health, uh, but he will be throwing a golf tournament in Tennessee in a couple of months. And I'm looking forward to attending that. But uh, if you don't know too much about it, uh, just Google it, ALS, and, and just see uh, the downfall of it. So I'm just staying hopeful and prayed up for my man that he's, he can be one of those guys that can overturn it and beat it. Uh, seen the documentary about uh, Steve Smith, played at the University of Penn State, a uh, longtime fullback for the Oakland Raiders, uh, who's bedridden. Uh, the mind is working. But he just he's just in a in a vegetated state, so uh, it's a terrible disease that that's stricken a couple of guys that's been in the NFL. So 
if you got a dollar, if you got five dollars, if you got twenty dollars, uh, just go on our website and uh, you know and just to make a donation. Uh, all the proceeds will go back to KT and what he's doing. Uh, KT, I told you whatever I raise for your foundation, uh, we don't get a penny. I'm not looking for a penny. Uh, hopefully, we can make tons of tons of money so we can get a get a cure for this man because this is something that's uh, taking the lives of young men way too early. So that's what my little shout out for my man ALS and my man KT Road Tide. I always gotta look out for my guys. So, uh, like I said, go to our website. Uh, we just launched it. I had a chance to look at it on my phone. Really haven't chance to look at it on the computer yet. For my man Brett, just hooked it up, and I got some of my recipes on there. Whew. So uh, everybody's been like, "When are you coming out with the cookbook? When are you coming out with the grub?" So now you can go to the website hardhittingradio.com. H a r d h i t t i n radio. Com. You can check out some of the uh, healthy fitness tips that we have on there. Got a young lady uh, named Karen, beautiful young lady. I know when the guy's probably going to keep going back to the page, not to see me in Byron's face, <laughs> but to check out Karen. But she, she's a, a fitness pro that's in Canada, as Jay's probably going to Google just to see the uh, beautiful Karen that we have on the site. Also, a big shout-out to my co-host, Corinne Lewis, as well. Uh, hopefully, we can get her information up there as well. Uh, she's another bombshell that we have working on us. But don't be fooled by these young ladies' looks. Because they're all about their business. So, Karen, if you're out there listening in Canada, big props. Out, I, I can just tell. I, I didn't even look at the site. I can just tell by the way Jay looked. He almost fell off his chair. So, obviously, my man Brent is doing a good job on the site. Yeah. So, I don't know how many females are going to be. But I did get some good feedback on fe- on Facebook. So, everybody on Facebook and Twitter that's giving me the po- positive feedback, you can follow me continuously on Twitter at MarkMcMillan29. Uh, make sure, fellas. I'm going to encourage you. Stop on by the website. Stop on by the website. <laughs> Hello, Karen. Karen, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona. That's my man, Jay. Uh, get everybody your information as well. Jay's got a show as well that he does all the time with Chelsea. i uh, got to get Chelsea back in as well. Huge East Coast Philly, Phillies fan, Eagles, all that. She bleeds it. She, she talks it. Uh, so we definitely want to try to get you guys both back in the studio. So we always love appreciate being in you the studio. So give, everybody, give everybody an opportunity where they can go check you guys out. At. Uh, you can uh, check out our latest show at uh, com. It's actually our Super Bowl preview show. Uh, Chelsea, unfortunately, was not in on this show because she was under the weather this week. But I got my boy from the uh, San Francisco Giants, Gabe Alvarez. He's in on the show. Uh, you can hit our Twitter um, at Out of Bounds. That's O U T T A B O U N D Z. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm JJ Out of Bounds. So me and Mac are always going back and forth on there. Yeah, we go back and forth. That's JJ Out of Bounds. JJ Out of Bounds. Not Just JJ the letter Evans. J. Yeah, not JJ Evans. No, no. <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> no dynamite. So uh, I know we got a big weekend. You got a big weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I know I got to get this out there. Me, Byron Evans, and Kwame Laster, uh, we got an invite from Lenny. Yeah, Kwame Rock Laster. Chalk, Jayhawk. Yeah, they, big, big game this week. Big game this big week. Game. And I, I did read, read a tweet. I'm just going to just throw this out there real quick. And it did kind of make sense. Everybody said, like, Missouri is excited to beat Kansas twice in one year. But Kansas is more worried about winning a national title. Yep. That's what separates them from Missouri. And that was kind of... It makes sense. Yeah. It, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, Kansas is—they're excited about the game, but their big picture is well, right. The title. They'll be like, "Cool, you beat us twice, but we'll see you in the final four. Yeah. So I, I did have to throw that out there, so everybody knows. You know, I, I like KU basketball. Big shout out to the, all the Jayhawk fans out there as well. Uh, but we have an opportunity to uh, sign autographs. We'll be at the Phoenix Open. 
uh, from 11 to 12 uh, tomorrow tomorrow morning, uh, me, Kwame, and Byron Evans. Uh, trying to, my mom just called. I was trying to get my Eagle jersey shipped, but they didn't get in here in time. So I'm going to have to wear my Chiefs jersey. I know Philly fans are going to be like, what the heck? But I got to give some love to my Chief people, too. So I'll be wearing that. But Byron made a point. He said, hey, we have the Eagles, we have the Cardinals, and we have the Chiefs. So we'll be representing there you go. everybody as well. So come on out. It'll be on behalf of the Phoenix Children's Hospital. We'll be out there signing autographs to raise uh, money for that. Everybody know that we're truly involved in everything and anything that we can get a, be a part of here to raise money, to raise awareness. Uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital, obviously, uh, they took care of one of our young athletes that broke his ankle. Uh, in our All-American game. So me and Byron had a chance to go check him out. And, and the care and the service of the people there it was like, man, if something ever happened to my son, we're coming right here. So they definitely have uh, great, great service over there. So I'm excited about uh, going there. And uh, so check us out. So we'll be at the Phoenix Open booth. It'll be right behind the waste management booth. Uh, we'll be in there chilling with uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> signing some autographs, hanging out with the people. And, Obviously, uh, enjoying the atmosphere because the Phoenix Open, everybody talk about the Super Bowl. Phoenix Open is something special. This is the number one <laughs> tour spot for the PGA. So if, you, if you're single, this is the place to be. But if you're married, don't go out there. Oh, it's definitely not the place for yeah, you yeah, to yeah. be. If, you, if you're married and you're taken, don't do it. Because between the beer that they serve and the outfits that will be worn. Divorce is expensive. <laughs> And some of the guys actually met their wives here at this, this tournament. This is true. This is true. At at this tournament. So, uh, and Phil always says it. He say, hey, I met my wife, and he always throws it out there. Like, she was sitting behind the ropes. She was just like us. But obviously, I'm sure she, was, she wasn't wearing what we were wearing. Nah, definitely. She way better looking than us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, Phil's yeah. got good taste. Um, also, um, I've been going back and forth with uh, Rustler's Roof and Nachilada, so I want to give them a shout-out as well. Uh, if you ever get a chance, man. You gotta try the fried rattlesnake. It's rattlesnake, and then on top of that, they gave me some mushrooms. Yeah, I saw you the, posting about that. Oh, the mushrooms are off the chain. So if you're out there listening, anybody, uh, if you have an opportunity to go to Wrestler's Roots, it's right there off of uh, what that South Mountain. Uh, you can't yeah. miss it. It's right there by the Arizona Grand. Go out there and get some of that grub. They took great care of me while I was over there. Mushrooms. First time I tried rattlesnake. It's good stuff. I had it before. Oh, you had the snake. I've had rattlesnake. It's good stuff. Oh, so if you're out there listening, uh, if my man Jay comes in, I'll, I'll tweet you out there so they'll look out for you when you come in, man. Make sure they take care of you. But cool. the rattlesnake and they just—they just, to- just added me on Twitter. Oh, man, my man Brett just said he's got the Super Bowl pole up on the site now. So he's—he's he's down moving. I see you out there, Brett. That's my man. Okay, I'm sorry, but I just can't sit down. He does. It's right there. Damn. And just let you say. Kansas, because Duke is just awesome. Dukey. Rivers. Duke is Dukey in my book. No, no. I don't care about no, no Duke. Duke is Dukey in Austin my book. Austin Rivers. Duke is Dukey. We got about two minutes. I uh, definitely want to appreciate everybody out there that's listening. I want to try to wrap it up real quick. But once again, if you're in the Phoenix area tomorrow, uh, make sure you stop by. Uh, all the proceeds go back to the Phoenix Children's Hospital. None of this money is going to me, Byron, or Kwame. All this is going back to help the care for these young kids. So everybody know if you have a young kid, this is something definitely special. Uh, big shout out to my girl, my homegirl, Maggie McCracken as well. A huge advocate about it as well. Her husband is Quentin McCracken. You can catch her out. She's on the Baseball Wives show. One of the very first Arizona Diamondbacks. So so big shout out to Maggie. Uh, I got an invite out to uh, the W tonight. So I might make a, a appearance there. It's a long drive. I got to get a babysitter for my son. 
Maybe he can watch himself since he's making all those jokes about my boys and talking about Kansas and talking <laughs> about Boston and all that. But uh, if you're out there in the Scottsdale area, make sure you stop by the W. Uh, it's going to be a great event out there as well. Me, I'll be out there. Kwame Lasseter. I'm sure there'll be some of the other uh, celebrities out there as well looking forward to it. So I appreciate them putting me down on the list and looking, for, looking out for me as well. But make sure you stop by if you're in Phoenix tomorrow to the Phoenix Open. Stop by the booth for the Phoenix Children's Hospital. I'm looking forward to the sights and scenes. I gotta go by the part three. What is that? Sixteen? Yeah, sixteen is nuts. <laughs> Man, they, I'll tell you what. The PGA is gonna regret letting them put that on sixteen. Six- that's gonna be loud. Sixteen is nuts. And now you can have your phones. So now you can, you know, you know, women. I was wondering why those ladies had knots in their mm-hmm. in their chest. But you know, we're in Arizona. Everybody's got them. And and when you're going <laughs> and you're going to see BE, everybody, please make sure you wear your Sun Devil stuff. Oh, my man, B, that's going to hurt. So big ups to the uh, Arizona. Big ups to Arizona State for their recruiting class. And also DJ the, number Foster. One, the number one recruiting class in the nation. Once again, the University of Alabama. Good gracious, we just cleaned up. And I'm going to hear the music in a little bit, but I don't even want to talk about our recruiting class because I just want to still relish in the ninth. In the, what, the 14? still got the national championship. 14 national titles, the number one recruiting class from top to bottom. That's my man Nick Saban out there doing work. So if you're out there on the highways tonight, make sure you don't drink and drive. Everybody be safe. Make sure you follow my man Jay as well. Check out his show. Give him a shout-out again once again, Jay. Uh, JJ Out of Bounds, or you can hit us up at uh, Out of Bounds on Twitter. And uh, it's outofbounds.podomatic.com. That's my man, Jay. So go to my website. Pick your poll. The poll is up. My man Brett Thomas is out there working. Follow me on Twitter as well. Mark McMillan 29. I'm out. Yes, see. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for reason to put them every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. Hit this question, Phoenix. We're bringing the cutting edge. What season? Greetings all along. Show them how it's done. We're on. VoiceAmericaSports.com.